It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. California Wine Country with Dan Berger. Our guest today, Daryl Miller of Dalinger Winery. It's an iconic name here in wine country, and it's been around a long time. Forty years. Forty years, yeah. Daryl, give us the history of uh, Dalinger. Well, Tom, the father of the two daughters who now run the winery, bought the property in 72 and started planting grapes in 75. Wow. Um, Yes, and uh, started really, I think the very first release was the 78, I'm pretty sure, on that. But anyway, it really, once he got into the 80s, that's when he started really producing enough wine for people to be uh, buying. Mainly Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Syrah, and then Cabernet. Tom is a very uh, big fan of Cabernet, and we uh, are some of the only Cabernet produced in the Russian River Valley. I'm sure, Dan, there's not very many. No, no. This was one of the first. And most importantly, this was a location in the Russian River where you'd call the heart of the Russian River because it was the coolest region that was then planted. And earlier than this, hardly anybody went any further south or west on this because it was too cold. And then... Tom was out there doing his thing at a time when nobody trusted that region, and he did. And he found the soils to work, and he it took him a long time to figure out which varieties to plant where, but he's done a brilliant job. Yeah, the Gold Ridge, the soil, it's on a ridge up above the Laguna, so uh, it gets that, uh, it is the, the closest one that's probably was part of the whole starting of that region was Joe Swan. Um, and he was in that area as well. So it was it was a uh, it was all apples and and cherries. Right. That whole ridge. Wow. Uh, it's a it's a cool story, and you need to go to the website, dalingerwinery dot com, spelled like Dellinger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D e h yeah. D e h l i n g e r, Dalinger Winery. Daryl Miller is here with us, and uh, we begin whenever he remembers to bring in something from his cellar with Dan Berger's <laughs> Cellar Wine of the Week. This is 11 years old? 11-year-old Riesling, and it's a dry Riesling called Pusey Vale. It's from the Eden Valley area uh, of Australia. and I, was, I like it. I just love this stuff. It, t- it smells and tastes like lemon pledge, of course. <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> I don't drink lemon pledge. I drink Riesling. But, you know, it wouldn't have surprised me if uh, you said I had lemon pledge with dinner last night, and it reminded me of this wine. <laughs> there we Dan, go. how long would you lay down a can of lemon pledge? Before <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, I'd have to be pretty gone to be drinking that stuff. No, no this is really good. Uh, 11 years old. Uh, yeah. Daryl, your thoughts it on this? It polishes his throat. You know, <laughs> no, it's it's very it, you know it, it doesn't taste eleven years old. Number one, mm-hmm. um, it may look it a little bit because of the color. That's the way reasoning tends to age, but the fact is, it's still pretty bright and fresh, and it's been open since yesterday. Yeah, I opened yeah. it last night for dinner and had leftovers and decided to bring it tonight. I love this stuff. I, this is really got. So the, the secret to this wine is it's really dry, really dry. Yeah. and it's made by a woman by the name of Louisa Rose, who's brilliant. And she was in town a couple of years ago. We had uh, lunch together, and I talked for two hours about dry Riesling. And it was uh, what an education. She's really brilliant. And this winery, this if you can find a Pusey Vale Riesling, 
whether it's young or old, you grab it because they're delicious and they're not terribly expensive. Uh, the the uh, Bottle Barn is carrying this wine. Current release on this wine is is under twenty dollars right. a bottle, and it's wow. and it'll age for a good six to ten years. That really is tasty. And, and I mean, it's also low in alcohol. It's twelve uh, five is what it says, yeah, which and is low, especially know. for Australian wine. So. And it's completely dry, but there's a little succulence in the end. And this one, we, we had it last night for dinner at Sea Thai Bistro with a bunch of Thai food, and oh, it was yeah. brilliant. California Wine Country brought to you by, of course, Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, and Davis Bynum Wines. Thank you. Our guest today is Daryl Miller of Dalinger Wines. What are we tasting first? Uh, so, you know, we're going to go... Uh, we're gonna go Pinot? Yeah, we're going to taste the Pinot before the Chardonnay and the Cabernet. So we're going to taste the... 2017, yeah, there you go. Mm. 2017 Altamont Pinot Noir, <laughs> uh, which is named after the soil that exactly. it grows in. The Altamont is a type of soil. Is that the current uh, release? Seventeen. That is the current release. Yes. Amazing. Yes, we're almost at the end. we're at the end of it, but uh, it is the current release. Uh, don't get don't forget Steve. <laughs> the most amazing thing about this, just for the sake of the record, is that there's still a winery out there selling the wonderful wine from 2017. And normally, you're, we're on to 19s or 20s already. Sure. Yeah. And this That's is really, really this is a gr- great example of how they age. Beautiful. Well, you know, the thing about these wines is we don't release them for three years until after they've been bottled. They're in the barrel for two years, and then they're in... Uh, so it was only... And, you know, it was a little bit larger production which that's <laughs> kind of a oxymoron larger production because we don't make more than uh, there's about 700 cases is made but it's only released uh, to a limited uh, audience uh, to the direct to consumer people mm-hmm. and then we have very few national markets and we're available in california 2017 dalinger pino uh I I love this <laughs> this is an incre- classic example of what russian river can do just beautiful. Harry? He's just <laughs> yeah, tasting. something I can do for you? <laughs> <laughs> He's just drinking the wine. <laughs> can you send I, some ants to my no, house? No, no, we're not going to get started with that again. Yeah, that was a, took up hours yesterday on the show. Well, some Never of these mind. vines are at least almost 30 years old, 40 years old, actually. So it was planted uh, originally to some of this, and it's uh, a combination of swan and... Uh, and Martini clone, along with 988, is the other uh, clone. Well, this piece. is a very unusual style of wine because it's, it's first of all, it's a little bit lighter in color than many of the Pinot Noirs that come on the market. Secondly, it's got fantastic acidity. It's so great with the acidity. This is going to go great with food. But it's so tasty now. You don't need anything with it. And the interesting thing here is that it really has that real Russian River character, that Raspberry, the strawberry, the black cherry—it's got all those. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting big on raspberry. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and it's a, a little bit brighter than. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a lot of great Russian. We make another Russian River Pinot Noir called uh, uh, called Gold Ridge, which is again based on the soil. But the fact is, is it's it, it's more a little bit more elegant than than some of the Russian River uh, Pinot Noirs, including our own Gold Ridge, which is more forward and a little bit heavier. This wine is very elegant, very bright, and um, the crisp acidity is there. Yeah, I would I would definitely serve this with uh, some roast beef, but not heavily done roast beef. I would say rare or medium rare roast beef to allow the flavors of the wine to come out. 
Joe, could you go down to the drive kitchen downstairs and cook Get up some, some roast beef? <laughs> but rare or medium rare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking smoked duck myself. but you know, sounds good. Yeah. I smoked some duck last night, and I slept for 12 hours. It's hard to roll it, too, isn't it? It is. Where do you come up with this? I don't know. I'm insane. You know that, Dan. He's quacking up. It's He's quacking up. That's good. Harry's on a roll today. It was too easy. I had to take it. Yeah, you did. That was good. It's California Wine Country brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, and Davis Bynum Wines. Our guest today is Daryl Miller from Dalinger. Uh, winery and uh, again uh, Tom and Carol Dalinger started all this basically in 75 yeah yeah and they're well, actually, both I, still with us, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and and they're both still active in uh, on the property. Right. Uh, Tom is, uh, I would call him emeritus. He basically is in charge of being in charge of. But the two daughters, <laughs> the two youngest daughters, uh, Eva and Carmen, run the, the facility, run right. all the pro- property. The and the farming, winemakers, the, uh, they have a, the they have makers. associate. Yes, uh, Matt Standing is our our associate winemaker under Eva. And uh, we have Bradley Pierce as our vineyard manager under Eva. And then we have me under Carmen. <laughs> so, you know, that she runs all the sales and marketing. So it's, uh, it's quite a – it's a family operation. It's a fabulous piece of property. I mean, it's now 80 yeah. acres. They bought the middle property between them and Kistler. Um, so. there's, a, there's a long history to this uh, property in terms of time. But that – gives us one slight different sort of clue as to what the greatness of the wines is all about, and that is they age. These wines are beautifully made so that they will age, and every single one of them, Chardonnay will age, and the Pinot Noir will age, especially this one, but now you also have the opportunities for some things like Cabernet and Syrah and some other stuff. It's just it's a wonderful project. Well, speaking of aging up quickly uh, on the Chardonnay, we're going to taste that next, um, is that when they bottle, uh, every Chardonnay when they bottle, we taste back 10 vintages. And uh, recently we tasted back through the 2000, whatever it was, 10, I guess, yes, when we bottled the 20. And the 2012 was mind-boggling, mind-boggling wine, 10 well, years old. That's what great acidity will do for you. And it's just, it's just beautiful. All right, uh, we're going to talk about this shard from yep. uh, Dalinger in a moment. I want to point out that uh, apparently it says here on the website uh, that uh, Tom Dalinger was one of the first winemakers to revive western Sonoma County as a winemaking region after Prohibition. Correct. Yes. Wow. Yes. Tom, Tom was. Uh, Tom was. There were not very. Joe Swan, uh, Joe Rocchioli, uh, the Martinellis were around. Uh, I believe the Duttons were out farming. I don't think they were making wine yet. Yeah, at that uh, point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there was not a lot going on in the West County. Not a lot going on. There were a lot of fruit. Like I said, it was apple country, and you know right. that. I mean, you, you, but you there know. were, back in those days, in the 70s, if, if, if you were on. planting in, in 75, you recall 72, at least you knew about it, whether you were here <laughs> or not, and that was a horrible vintage, yeah. and it was such a risky proposition to plant grapes in those days especially in the cold regions and that was a cold region and so this was really a risk for the, for Tom to put the stuff in the ground 
All right, we're we're tasting this, uh, and it's uh, another seventeen. No, this is a nineteen. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong yep. bottle. Oh, there you go, a nineteen, Daylinger uh, Chardonnay. Uh, Dan, tell me why I like this one so much. Well, this as is you got, know, I'm Steve Chardonnay Jackson. You are indeed. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> this has got both the the richness and the freshness. Usually, you see one or the other as the dominant feature. This one's got both. It's rich on the palate, but it also has that bright, young, fresh fruit. So you've got both components at one time. And, this and is, on the finish, I'm getting a lot of precisely fruit. Yeah, that's so this is a wine that's definitely going to be better in five years, for sure, and maybe even longer. No well, butter, though. Anything in life is better in five years for Dan Berger, but... Uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That's why I call him Dan Lay It Down Burger. Ah, okay. yeah. I love that part. Uh, uh, so, Daryl, talk more so, about this uh, 19 shard. Yeah, so the Chardonnay, uh, we have about, uh, let me try to think about so how many acres. We don't have a lot. We only have uh, eight acres of Chardonnay. It was planted, uh, m- most of it was planted early on, and it has been replanted. There's a replanting process at the, at the winery. Uh, small blocks they regeneratively uh, farm after that they they keep it fallow and and grow other stuff on everything for a couple of years but this Chardonnay uh, is all Winty clone which is a very tiny berry that Dan knows that's why there's this intensity and this crispness of acid it's totally unfiltered as all their wines are there's no filtering but if you look at this wine it takes a lot of patience and attention to make a wine like this this bright and clear without filtering it and Damn, they do it's it good. and if i weren't sitting with mr chardonnay i'd take the bottle home but he's <laughs> taking it home yeah, he gets the bottle we know you get the bottle steve okay. you're going to get the cab John, Dan. Get the we cab. had a police officer here from srpd earlier and she was here just to guard this wine for me <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah and i'm going to give you a text sheet so you can then read about what you're going to be taking home Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's more of the, you know, particulars. There's a quiz on tomorrow's show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a beautiful structure in this wine because the acidity is there, but it's not a sharp acidity. It's soft enough so that you can drink it. But, boy, will this go great with food. And they only make about – this is the only Chardonnay they do make. They make more Pinots and they make you know, right. they make this couple of Syrahs and stuff. Right. But they only make one Chardonnay. Uh, it's about 1,000 cases from year to year depending on what the vintage is like. What's the suggested retail price for this? Uh, this is uh, forty forty dollars. Forty. I'm sorry, forty five dollars. All right, Kathy, write a check for forty five dollars to uh, <laughs> Daryl, uh, but don't sign it. <laughs> oh, you want yeah, you, the case though? Price there is no. <laughs> I'm a salesman. Don't forget. <laughs> the uh, our Los Angeles producer for Vicario Productions uh, that owns the drive is uh, Christopher DiMatteo. And he's always keyed in, especially oh. on Wine Wednesday. And he says the uh, Daylinger Winery is right across the street from, uh, no, I'm sorry, the Daylinger Vineyard is right across Same the thing. street from my friends Kevin and Lisa's place on Vine Hill Road. Correct. And he took the picture himself last August, which will be on the podcast page oh, cool. of the house surrounded by the vineyard and our podcast. Of course, CalWineCountry.com. Any episode that you have missed or want to hear again is available at CalWineCountry.com. He also adds, they still have lots of apple trees. I love sinking my bare feet into that soft, gray-colored, gold-ridge soil. And he's uh, coming back up in August. So, 
<laughs> we'll set them up. And cool. we cool. just a perfect time for him to steal some apples off some of those trees. <laughs> and I can I can hear myself if I listen to this podcast. You can. Yes. Cool. <laughs> CalWineCountry.com. Got it. Got it. Every episode we've done for the last I think ten years is available. Cool. There. I got it off my phone in the car. I was going to take a picture of you with the glass, and, and my phone's in the car. <laughs> Kathy will handle that. Let me rephrase that. My camera's in the car. <laughs> I'd describe this as a gentle shard. Would you agree with me with that? Yeah. Well, the, the secret is that if they put any more oak into this, they would have made it bigger and bolder than it would have sold to those people who wanted to spend $70. But because of the way it's made, the way it's structured, this soft and gentle approach is doesn't have as much oak. Therefore, you're smelling the fruit component. And to me, that's exactly what you got, Harry. Well, yeah, and, right and you know, the other thing, Dan, is that uh, they they're, uh, they use 100% French oak on all their wines. So I'm nothing against Americans, but it just doesn't go with the type of wines they make. Uh, and they use a fairly low uh, toast barrels. There's about 40% new French oak in this. But, uh, you don't taste it. No, but that's because no, it's, uh, it's because of the way they, they have created the, the fruit. It is California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, and Davis Bynum Wines. Our guest today is Daryl Miller of Dalinger Winery. And, uh, man, they got started in 1975. Tom Dalinger started this whole thing, and he's still there. Uh, well, what did you say? He's the uh, executive who... Well, I don't know. Exactly. Emeritus, you know, basically Tom's there. He's oversight on everything but uh right. the two youngest daughters run the winery and uh he follows their lead and what is your background daryl i mean as far as into the wine world and how you wound up at daylinger you know i've been in the wine business for it'll be it's actually 50 years this year so uh in 1972 i started in seattle on the street um accidentally it just kind of happened one of those serendipitous kind of things all right but I, wait a minute seattle on the street well Selling wine. On the street is the way <laughs> oh, they phrase right. it. I was working at a great restaurant, a French restaurant, and the psalm said, hey, you know, you seem to be paying attention. I got this French guy who's got this really cool company, and he needs a salesperson on the street. Well, I'd never sold anything. And so I went and interviewed, and the guy said, here you go. And he gave me, like, uh, I had Yakim. I mean, you know, I had <laughs> I had Camus. Okay. Uh, oh. I had some pretty good brands back in the day. You didn't have to sell much of anything. Yeah, I didn't have to, well, I, it was kind of strange. Anyway, <laughs> so I evolved, in, and then I started my own company and, and as a broker in the, in the early 80s i moved to, to hillsburg in 1982 so 10 years later cool. started my brokerage and uh wound up building it into a reasonable company that a, a wholesaler called henry wine group bought it uh worked for them for 20 years retired in 2012 ish and then i did some consulting and then two years ago i started working for the two daughters that i watched grow up at dalinger i lived on the hill very cool in the octagon yeah so it's really cool it's my it's my my wind up to the wine industry and it's so easy to sell these wines that i really don't have to sell them i show them if they don't buy it i go they don't know what they're doing whatever <laughs> <laughs> not really i don't say that to them i just go it's okay you missed the point yeah you missed you miss the wine you know i say that all the time when i'm out and about and people go oh you're the guy on the drive yeah do you listen to the show no well you don't know what you're missing <laughs> there you go yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. Talk Which, about visiting the Daylinger Winery. Yeah. Okay, so it's uh, the website. It, he gave that earlier. Uh, you can go on. We have a. We are back open to the public at a limited by appointment only. Uh, you go online and you uh, check on there when you want to do it. And uh, Mr. Greg Johnson, who's our hospitality director now, will get back to you. It's open on 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, okay, yes, and like uh, all the wineries these days. No, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Excuse okay. me. Uh, like all the wineries these days, it's appointment only. Uh, yeah. Since the COVID uh, thing. Yeah, and, and it shows on online. You can see what you can do. There's a few different experiences. You can definitely going to get to see the property and walk around and. That you can taste different things and uh, and where exactly is? on the corner of Vine Hill and Guerneville Road, yeah. So okay. almost to the almost to one sixteen. Yeah, like one block before you you know Vine Hill turns both left and right at that point. And it's a Daylinger Winery dot com and uh, Daylinger is D E H L I N G E R. Daryl Miller is here from Daylinger, and we're going to taste one more wine. We're going to taste the 2017 Estate Cabernet. I can't get away from tasting the Chardonnay. I know. Well, so. you're going to get the rest of it. You can take it home. So yeah. <laughs> let's move to the red. Okay. So the interesting thing about this wine is, first of all, hardly anybody, and Dan and I were talking about this, grows Cabernet. And Tom was so far ahead of the curve to grow Cab in a much cooler region in Sonoma County. The Russian River is a much cooler region, and hardly anybody else grows it. This is a historic uh, vineyard and a historic wine. Uh, Very few people grow Cabernet in this cooler region. This wine has got that beautiful aroma of black olive. And that black olive component is an essential component of, of, of Cabernet Sauvignon in a cool region. But then you have a little bit more, maybe a little bit of tarragon, maybe a little bit of wild thyme. Um, interestingly enough, the black cherry component still comes through, but it's muted. And the reason is that this wine is yet to develop. It's in transition. This wine would have been more interesting aromatically as a, a two-year-old wine. Now, as a five-year-old wine, almost five-year-old wine, this wine is in transition. This is almost to where it's getting, and it's going to be here in about three years. This is a phenomenal experience because it's a cool climate Cabernet. Most people never smell or taste them. Well, and it's going to age for another 20 years. I mean, who for knows sure. how long? It'll I mean, go, it'll go the, 20 the vines years. Are twi- the wine, vines are almost 40 years old. There's a few that are, that are 30 and 35. And and old vines make great yeah. wine. I mean, um, the, you know, the, it's an amazing Cabernet. I'm uh, personally uh, that much. I drink a lot of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. But when I do want the big roast beef or the big meat, this is what I want. And, no, anybody, uh, and that makes sense. Anybody yeah. who read my column in the Napa Register of two weeks ago where I basically said that most Napa Valley Cabernets aren't worth yeah, drinking. I bet they love that. I'm well, amazed they, they printed it. I don't care whether they like it or not. It's of true. Course you don't. It's what I it know. is. No, it was a but great this thing. is good stuff. This is what Cabernet should be. Yeah, and I'm not a huge Cabernet guy. Wait, and it only costs 70 bucks. Okay, so we're talking these wines that he was talking about and talking about comparing it to those wines were like four and five hundred dollars oh well the i wrote about the 650 dollar wine on release right on release 650 a bottle this is 70 come on yeah you exactly get, you get nine bottles of this for exactly. one of those <laughs> it's yeah. a 2017 uh daylinger cabernet 100 percent cab nothing but cab yeah that's uh, gorgeous man it is California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, and Davis Bynum. Rodney Strong Vineyards invites you to their newly renovated historic tasting room and their beautiful outdoor terrace. Keep in mind that Rodney Strong is the premier live music winery destination in the North Bay. They just kicked it with a super sold-out show with Tower of Power a few weeks ago. They still have two more summer concert shows coming up at Rodney Strong. And this Sunday, July 24th, 
It's Rodney Strong's Rosé Soiree. The biggest rosé event of the year. They're going to have all the new releases of Davis Bynum Rosé and Rodney Strong Rosé of Pinot. And, of course, any other wines you might want to taste. Hog Island Oyster and Bruschetta Bar will serve up snacks to pair with your wines. And Mariposa Ice Creamery will be there with their specialty. It's infused ice cream with Rodney Strong's own rosé. Doesn't that sound good? That sounds good. Yeah, Yeah. rosé ice cream. I like it. Mm. And in partnership with the Alexander Valley Film Society, Rodney Strong Vineyards is hosting a series of summer movies at the winery. So take a midweek break, bring your blankets or beach chairs, grab some popcorn and a glass of wine, and settle in on the green at Rodney Strong to watch some great movies. And what you need to do is go to RodneyStrong.com to learn about all these uh, upcoming events and key in on the two next summer concert uh, shows at Rodney Strong. Rodney Strong Vineyards, committed to community since 1959. Okay, we only got a minute. I want to thank Daryl Miller of Dalinger Winery, and it's a wonderful place, DalingerWinery.com. And you guys are so much fun. And it's great to see you again. And it's a real working winery. This isn't yeah, a showpiece. This, no, this is a great yeah. working winery with great wines. Yeah. Real people. Real wine. Daryl, good to see you again. Good man. to see you, Steve. And uh, Dan, thank you. Uh, what are we doing next week? Quickly. We're doing a wine show. I'm, <laughs> I haven't, <laughs> haven't recalled. I have no idea what we're doing. Don't know, this, we'll figure it out.